This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ready to upgrade your dating game? Introducing Paul's ultimate online dating course for men. Master the art of online dating and discover Paul's genius method to meet amazing women off the apps. The real secret sauce? Discover how to leverage Facebook and Instagram to meet amazing women in your local area. Not all hot women are on dating apps, but every woman on the planet is on social media. Learn how to find and connect with them with this revolutionary course. Say goodbye to swipe fatigue and hello to meaningful connections. Ready to transform your dating life? Click the link in the description now and start your journey to success today. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Dragon Ship. Thor isn't feeling so well, so I'm taking the helm today. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Please sound off in the live chat, too. That helps make these go much, my, by much smoother. And... Uh, for the love of God, don't be so stingy with those super chats. Brothers got bills to pay. You know what I'm saying? We already joining, have one. <laughs> joining me on the panel today is uh, my man Mike Steele, wearing the rocking that that sweet Hawaiian shirt. What's going on, man? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Dracars. It's good to be here. Thank you for the invite. It is a beautiful day here in Vegas. Tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday. We are gearing up. We are getting crazy and loud. Who do you got? Who 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 are you rooting for? Uh, uh, Kansas City, of course, because uh, the government controls all these things. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you? The only real sport is pro wrestling. Everything else is a work. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, what about UFC, man? Come on. Yeah. It's a work too. Look at what watch any of John Fitch's stuff. It's it's pretty fascinating. The power slap last night. That was pretty good. Yeah. You know, you know speaking of Vegas, WWE was just in town and uh they put out their their uh their live conference from the T-Mobile Center about uh WrestleMania and um you know that the rock was there and everything like that and so we finally found out that cody rhodes is going to get to finish his story if you guys know what's going on with that most of you guys right. probably don't because i'm the only wrestling nerd here but <laughs> masculine soap opera nerd yes exactly Ma masculine soap opera exactly i don't um, know wrestling seems pretty cool i think wrestling is pretty cool i mean yeah nuke, nuke and i we can hang out yeah 
<laughs> yeah, I, I would love to go a sh- to a show, but I just I don't have it. They, they do them in Dallas all the time. Come on, AJ, let's go. Yeah, maybe. But man, I'm all about the attitude era. It's coming back, dude, because Vince is gone and um, Triple H is in charge now. Man, it's uh, it's starting to get good again. Start to get good. Maybe it's it's, t- it's good time to tune in. It's a good time to tune in. I, I miss my Stone Cold days. There's a guy now. Uh, he goes by L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight is rad, dude. He's like the next rock, the next Stone Cold type guy, and uh, he's he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Nuke, what's going on with you, man? You just you just hosted another episode of Rule Zero. You're kind of a big deal. This is what your third episode hosting or something? Uh, yeah, second and then um, fourth appearance. So, yeah, guys, uh, thanks a lot for um, for watching Rule Zero. Um, my bad. I, I should have redirected to your channel, Paul. I don't know how to do that on YouTube yet, but I'll figure it out. That way, next time I host Rule Zero, we could just redirect to the Dragons and get get more uh, engagement. But, um, but yeah, well, you, uh, well, basically, if, if you're if you're hosting Rule Zero and then you're also going to be on the Dragon Ship, just redirect it to your channel. That's cool, man. Okay, um, but anyways, yeah, guys, uh, Twitter, um, YouTube, all the things. I'll put my link tree in the chat. Uh, Patreon's up. I post articles uh, every week um kind of mindset stuff guys the there's a lot of noise out there and i want you guys to kind of like you know like ryan says not tell you what uh what to think but how to think and the chat patreon chat's open if you guys want to get in there talk about whatever whether it be sports anime girls we'll just chat and you and i'll share my experiences on a more personal level and all that so yeah that's what i got and oh yeah uh my ass in bio <laughs> <laughs> Explain, explain that. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, but. Uh, it's the it's the Twitter bots. Yeah. It's what uh, everyone's like, kind of getting annoyed about. Where like you post something, and then that like an only OnlyFans bot comes in yeah. and says my ass or my link in bio or my ass in bio. Oh. And it just kind of ruins. It's just kind of <laughs> funny that like we Elon works so hard to like get all the bots off the app, but they're just all back, and they're all the porn bots are back. All the he got rid of the political bots, but now all the porn bots are back. So, oh, that's so, funny. Yeah. yeah, AJ, what you got going on, man? Uh, so I was gonna edit my motorcycle detail video and finish doing my second run on your course, so I can get the notes ready, so I can do a live stream tomorrow night. But my, uh, I think my slave cylinder went for the fourth time in the Gulf, so I'm halfway done taking the transmission out. Okay. Okay, cool. I just noticed stream elements in the chat there saying save 25%. You guys can't. You guys missed out. If you guys didn't use the coupon, you're you're screwed. Uh, Country Boy 25. Country Boy 25 expired last night at midnight, so I got to fix that. Rest <laughs> in peace, Toby Keith. Oh, yeah, poor Toby Keith. You know what's funny is uh, I'm wearing a TNA hat today, and Toby Keith was on um, – he was on TNA wrestling back in the day. And uh, there was a, a video going around saying, you know, rest in peace, Toby Keith, the guy who, who suplexed Jeff Jarrett for his sins. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. All right. Let's see here. Well, we'll update we, stream elements here. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Before Mike. we get into it, I just have to share uh, this with uh, Nuke and I from uh, the other day. I think, was it yesterday or the day before? Uh I loved this. I love this. Yes, don't show me this again. My ass in bio. <laughs> oh, yeah. What does that say? St. Valentine's Day Massacre Wall. 
Oh, Jesus. Why, why are you, as a man, already planning Valentine's Day? Because my Tommy gun ain't going to load itself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's terrible. That's terrible. All right. Let's delete this comment from Stream Elements just because that's going to screw everybody up. All right, guys. So we are talking about uh, meeting, meeting maidens meeting shield maidens out in the middle of nowhere and how difficult that could be how to find these shield maidens when you live in the middle of nowhere so let me i, I just kind of want to go around the panel here mike you live in vegas right there's lots of hot chicks in vegas pretty like it like you can you can literally throw a penny and hit a hot chick in, in the tits somewhere in vegas yes. right we'll um hit them somewhere hit them somewhere oh we're not at the eight minute mark damn it this is this is all going to get demonetized hit them in the memory guys send super chats i just ruined it for us that but um so, so mike, <laughs> so mike um so you live in Vegas, but you didn't always live in Vegas, right? Did you ever no. live uh, in a rural area or have you always lived in sort of like a big city type area or at least uh, suburb? Um, I would say once uh, the dating app started becoming a thing, the most rural area I lived in would be uh, a town in Oregon. I don't want to dox myself too much here. Uh, it was a medium sized college town. And so, yeah, there were college gals, but it, the town was not like a city. So okay. I would say that's the most rural, and uh, I had pretty good luck up there too. Now, so there was it was a college town, decent amount of chicks. Uh, like, how far would you have to go to go for a date? Oh, me, uh, 15, 20 minutes down okay. to like the 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 crawl where all the pubs and restaurants were. Okay, that's not that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Um, Nuke, we talked about this a little bit last week on Rule Zero, but um, you said that during, was it during COVID, you spent time out in a, a little bit of a rural area, right? Yeah, Beaumont, Texas, a uh, uh, population about like 90, 100,000 people, but uh, it's like an hour and a half away from Houston. And I used to live there um, during the during the pandemic. I, was, I found a job out there. Uh, working for an electrical company, but uh, for electrical engineering company. And I, you know, I fired up those dating apps and uh, yeah, I learned a lot about um, dating outside of a city of a major city. I don't know if a hundred thousand counts as a, as a cow pasture, but there's certainly lots of cows out there. But yeah, I, I picked up a lot of stuff in terms of um, both females and actual animals, you know? Yeah. Um, and I picked yeah. up a lot of stuff, um, a lot of, a lot of interesting things. Like uh, there's not a lot of places to take women. Um, there's like in a, a big city like that, it was like four good places, which was good. So you have to get used to like um, bartenders seeing you with this with new girls every month. You have to get used to. Um, so that's why I learned like, hey, tip your bartenders well, because then, you know, they'll keep their mouth they'll, shut. Yeah, they'll keep your mouth <laughs> shut. Also understand, too, that like there's a big live music scene out in the country, like to a mm. lot of uh, local touring artists, which is always a good vibe. It, it's just like a calming vibe. So it's something that. Whenever uh, there was a live live music, whether it be maybe punk rock or country, I would just yeah, let's go let's go catch the show, and then you know they didn't play too loud and all that stuff, and um, yeah, it's just it, it's just a different vibe. But you know, women are women, regardless if they're in the country or in the city. So same things apply, but you know, you're just gonna have to tweak things, and you know, don't lose hope because you don't live in a in a in a major metro, right? There's girls everywhere, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, so you said about a hundred thousand people. That I would not categorize that as a small town. So, like Grand Junction, that's the closest big city to me. That their population is about sixty thousand. Oh yeah, the, you're in the country, country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, the closest 
you know, big town to me is Delta, Colorado. They, the population there is only about 9,000 people. Wow. So yeah. 9,000 people there. Uh, the town north of me in Cedar Edge, Colorado is uh, about 6,000 people. And, and mostly, largely in this area, it's all like retirement age people. So like if mm. I go out, I talk, if I go out, you know, like people talk about, well, go out, you know, day gaming, you know, go out and go to meet girls at the supermarket. It's the best place to meet mm -hmm. girls. You go to the supermarket, in Cedar Edge, Colorado, we call it the mercantile. Uh, the mercantile, there, there's all just, you know, 70 year old retiree women there. Um, I mean, if you're into grandmas, like, yeah, dude, yeah, you know, shoot your shot, bro. But <laughs> hey, man, those GMILFs need love too. <laughs> the GILFs, right? So, I've Oh, sorry, oh I was just gonna say so yeah so uh you know out in rural areas it's it's a lot harder to meet eligible women uh than it is for guys in in, in big cities right you go to, like Vegas right like there's there's ton, there's an infinite amount of hot chicks in Vegas. you'll just stumble on hot chick you know you'll, yeah you know. yeah yeah all you, all you have to do is walk around the Vegas strip with a uh pro wrestling belt and like they come up to you <laughs> They come up to you. We we've uh, so Glenn I've Lord, heard. So I've heard. Yeah, Glenn Lord and I proved allegedly. That yeah, allegedly. Oh no, 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 they they do. They come up and they got their titties out. And everything. It's amazing. Um, I got too many friends in Vegas. If I go there, I'm gonna have to spend like a week, a full week there to Dude, see. I, like, I feel you because I'm like I'm going in June at the end of June. It's like yep. yeah. I gotta like Mike. You're there, right? So I gotta I gotta probably we'll have a drink or you know obviously and I'm gonna be so lost because I never, I've only been to Vegas on a connecting flight. So I'd be like. What do I do, guys? Show me a good place. That's why you go. Go. you go and you hang out with Mike. He takes you to a nice steakhouse, and there you go. Yeah. Oh, wait, but like... <laughs> the best way uh, for me to describe Vegas, it's like adult degeneracy meets Disney World. It's lovely. Yeah, it's great. It's expensive, uh, though. If, if You don't have to sell it to me. I'm already sold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just shut up and take my money. Shut up no, and take my money. Paul, you only think it's expensive because I don't know how often you're going to come out here, so I want to take you to the best of the best. If you want... We can see the third Vegas. There's three Vegases. I can show you third Vegas. Yeah, I'm down with that. Like, I, I'm a, I'm a simple dude, you know. Like, okay. it, 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 take me to a Waffle House, and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's. Do this. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Even though they're yeah, probably doing house. a child trafficking deal in the table next to you, you know. Not my problem. <laughs> Not my problem. Uh, actually, I, I love legit, me some Waffle House. So. Legit, uh, gal, uh, uh, got trespassed where I work, and uh, they did some digging, and she was in fact a human trafficker. Good Lord. Good Lord. Brother Nathan here from Beer Club says there's 12,000 in his large town. Yeah, that's that's tiny. A AJ, you're uh, you're out in Texas. You ever spend any time in a small town? I grew up in a small town, man, like less than a thousand people in my hometown. Like it took six towns to feed my high school and it was 400 kids. K uh, 12th or 9th through 12th grade. Like my graduating class, I think was like 86. Hmm. That's, yeah. Okay. That sounds like where I grew. I grew up in Conifer, Colorado, and it was very small area there. But when I was a teenager, I mean, you you what did you leave after after high school or yeah, or literally two months after I graduated high school, like or within a month. Sorry, I graduated like Father's Day weekend was my graduation from high school, and then June sixteenth was my enlistment date, or July sixteenth was my enlistment date. Okay. Okay. So. So, and, and I'm assuming it was very similar experience to me then, because growing up in the area I grew up in, uh, which you dated a lot of the, the high school girls, right? The girls you either went to high school with or the, uh, the, the, the next other high local school over the next high school over. So yeah, a lot of my girlfriends 
went to Conifer High School or they they went to Platte Canyon High School. You know, um, if we didn't have any girls, we would all hop in a car and go down to Denver and like hang out down in Denver, you know, where yeah. there was more chicks and stuff like that. Um, like but there was it'd be like an hour and a half drive to Burlington, Vermont, okay. which is like the biggest city in the entire state. The, the sad thing is about Vermont is Fort Worth itself, which is the biggest city next to me, has 100,000 more people in it than the entire state of Vermont. Mm, okay. Okay. So you're from, isn't, is Vermont the, 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 the state, the lover state? Is that what that is? And uh, Virginia is for, oh, lovers. that's Virginia. Virginia's, Virginia's, yeah. Virginia's for lovers. I thought Vermont was. Nah, Ver Virginia, Vermont's the most like boring Bernie state Sanders, in the world. Uh, With dumb ben liquor laws. Ice cream and burnt snowboards. Oh, okay. okay and Luger firearms. Now, I'm legitimately curious. I've never done this, but since you three guys have grown up in the more remote areas, ha for a date, have you ever done that kind of like that Nicholas Sparks romantic shit where like you literally lie on a blanket out in the middle of a field and gaze at the stars? Actually, I have done that. Okay. Um, during COVID, that was like not not lay out in a blanket in the middle uh, and look at the stars, but that was sort of my MO when I was going out dating because everything was shut down. Yeah. Um, but play, like a lot of guys, it was funny during that, during COVID, a lot of guys, um, cause I was in a, a, a men's group, the 3% man group on Facebook. A lot of guys in that group were like afraid of, of COVID and afraid of going out. And, and so they were just like stuck at home. Mm. And, but then they're like the other half of the guys in the group were, were out killing it just yeah. out. Cause there was plenty of chicks that were bored at home. It was like made days. Cause if half the guys it. give up. Yeah. Right. It was great. And so since nothing was open, you would just tell a chick like, Hey, why don't you meet me at the park? I'll smuggle a bottle of wine in my backpack and we'll, we'll, we'll meet each other in the park. So I'd go to, I'd spend like almost nothing. I had these plastic wine glasses that would go in a backpack and we'd sit there. We would sit there, uh, have drinks or whatever. Second date. It was like, why don't you come over to my house? I'll cook you dinner. And it was like, bam, bam, done deal, bro. Like yeah. it was so much easier dating during COVID than any other time in history. No, the thing is about uh, Texas. Like I think we locked down for like three weeks, like complete lockdown or two weeks, complete <laughs> lockdown. And then like they said, hey, they were smart and they said, hey, you can get liquor to go now. <laughs> you can so still like, like DoorDash liquor to this day. Yeah, you can just pre-order at a at a restaurant or something. Pick up a jug of like I don't know whatever liquor like jugs like get like uh, milk gallons of liquor. You pick up the girl. You park somewhere at a park or you know maybe your your backyard, <laughs> and you just yeah. drink. And that the, the you got you got your um you got your reason. You can't you know you can say hey we can't go out we can't you know we have to do this and if we want to see each other she's like okay you know it's to her you're like you know you pay twenty dollars for a jug of for a vo for vodka but you know you're having a date. Because oh yeah, pandemic. Texas. Hey, yeah, yeah. How so often Texas. Do you come to my side of the side of the metro. Uh, Fort Worth only for work now. Uh, dude, uh, I used to so have a on, friend up on three seventy yeah. Denton Highway in Watauga. There's an actual drive-in liquor. Like yep. you drive into it, you tell them what you want, and then they bring it to the car, and you like. Oh yeah, we have drive-through. We have drive-through liquors all around here. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but that was really smart of Texas to do. Because like people are gonna go crazy. They're gonna start hurting each other. <laughs> you know, let's yeah. get them some booze to calm down. I'm like, that was. They did that I everywhere. Love that they, they understand human behavior. You know? Whiskey yeah. is the opiate of the people. They, yeah. they did that everywhere. They made uh, liquor stores and like it, it, out here in Colorado, the drug dispensaries, uh, essential businesses. So those were open. Weed <laughs> is essential. Gyms aren't. Mm. Yeah, it, was, it was good time. It was actually good times. A lot of people were were 
complaining about um you know everything being sh shut down and how how terrible that year was i was like dude 2020 was rad <laughs> i, I love i mean it, i man. felt I, lonely because I, I just got out in the military but then i i still dated like uh and and i think it was just it was a different vibe it was like a like a much more everyone was so hunkered down into their own world again that yeah. it's like people were different now everyone's trying to be famous again and and have a brand but it's just it was like a different thing. It was just fun, you know. I had a yeah. I had a blast. I miss the traffic, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> just get it from COVID, point to point. traffic yeah. was awesome. I could get from from Irving where I work to uh, Lake Worth where I was dating a chick in like twenty minutes. It was like a thirty-four mile drive. Yeah, you, you know, can punch it. That's uh, honestly one of the one of the the perks of living out in the middle of nowhere is we don't have traffic. The only time we really have traffic where I'm at is twice a year when they're doing a cattle drive up up the mesa and then they bring, bring the cattle back down uh about six months later it's that's the only time there's there's traffic jams out here <laughs> and then they bring them to fort worth to sell them in january because right now is the stock show yeah there you go yeah so but uh so let's talk about how you meet gals out in places like like where i'm at right where there's you go out you can't you can't do cold approach because there's no cold approach in the cow pasture that's the name of the course it's, if you wanted to go day gaming at all, you would have to drive an hour out of the way to go to the nearest big town, right? Grand Junction, there is a college there, so there are you know young chicks there, but you'd have to drive an hour. And then when you're out, specifically going out cold approaching, like one of the drawbacks to it is that you're sort of limited to that small geographical area that you're in at that moment. And you're hoping that there's going to be eligible chicks there at that same time. And so that's that's one of the drawbacks to that. You know, it, it can be convenient if you're just out and about anyway and, you, and you're just a social person and you just happen to meet chicks. But, man, a lot of times I go to the mall and it, there's all just, you know, one of the, another big problem with living out in, in uh, the middle of nowhere is a lot of the chicks, they have no competition. So they just let themselves go. So there's a lot of heifers out here, right? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of I mean, big, big the, old sweet, the sweet tea man the sweet yeah. iced tea uh, uh, dude it's not the Ever. sweet tea Shout I see, that, I see that the same thing when I go back up to Vermont uh, to visit family they're either obese or they're extremely skinny because of the drug usage yeah God. <laughs> like, right. like fent fent fentanyl and uh, and meth are like huge up in Vermont man oh meth, meth is a big problem out in uh, Paonia which is like a, a, a smaller town just uh, just east of me that they cook meth out there, right? It's like it's terrible. So, so you're trying to find these like hot chicks is super hard. Like you go out and about, like you don't necessarily see attractive, eligible women wherever you go. So, cold approach is sort of not viable out here. Um, social circles. I I was a part of a I was a part of a, a runners club out here. It was all old people. It was all like it was actually mostly old women. I stopped going because there was a, there was a, a couple of dudes in that club that were cool and I'd hang out there. But when those guys stopped going, it was just me and a bunch of like older ladies. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna <laughs> go. I'm gonna go run on my own." You know, um, you gotta go where the fish are. Yeah. Right. Um, I there was I, I'm into geocaching. I one time tried to go to a geocaching meetup to hope hopefully meet you know some like minded people. It was all fucking old people, and I was like, okay. This social circle game is not a viable option out here either. Um, local bars and stuff like that. You go to the bars out here. There's no consistency in the bars out here. Um, 
there might be like one time a year that one of the bars might be hopping the rest of the time it's all dead it's just a, a fucking dead as a doornail it's just it's hard to meet people in person in rural areas You're, you would you say like a sporting party. event like a super bowl party or something you'll find a lot of hot chicks at a bar uh you might you might but still it's a, a lot of the the same heifers that you, you find everywhere else you know? <laughs> okay um mike you wanted to say something uh uh no no, oh, no. I thought you looked like you wanted to say something. All right. No, so, so anyway, so that's why I wanted to come up with my course because, um, there it, a lot of the advice online from a lot of the dating coaches you see online is for guys like in my situation is well, you got to move to a big city, bro. Like, there's just no chicks in your area. You you just have to move to a big city. And I was like, well, in my situation, I couldn't because I have a parenting agreement. If I, if I wanted to move to a bigger city, I would have to give up custody of my kids. That's not an option, you know? And I, and I know there's, there's millions of other dudes out there in a very similar situation because of the divorce rate, you know? So for whatever reason, we can't leave where we're at to go fishing in big ponds. We can't go be passport bros and whatever, right? Because we have obligations. So that's why I wanted to develop my, my course, you know, for, and I call it no cold approach to the cow pasture for guys like that. But the thing is, it's, it's, it's really about online dating and that works everywhere. Um, are all you guys on apps? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause apps get a bad rap. Nuke, why do you think apps get such a bad rap in this space? Oh man, there's so much psychology going in here. I could, I can write, I could talk about this all day, but to wrap it up, there's one of the biggest issues with dating apps is that it's a, re, it's a buffer for rejection. Right. So guys that have never been like rejected by women or just rejecting life, like by an employer, just talked down to or anything. They got on these dating apps and then, you know, they take it so personally when girls don't even like they don't get good results or something like that. Instead of kind of being more analytical about it. So it's, you know, like I always say once in a while you need to approach a girl in real life. Um, you know, I, I know that the cow pasture is nearly impossible, but like you need to get like. You need to you need to get that kind of like toughness about you about getting rejected because Tinder is not going to build that. So that's something that if you have the opportunity, talk to a girl once in a while. It doesn't have to be the hottest girl, just to a woman. So you can at least get that kind of like, hey, this girl didn't like me on Tinder. I'm ugly. No, 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 dude. There's so many things, more things going on. Also, um, most of the dudes on dating apps suck. You know, they have shitty profiles. They have, you know, especially out in the country. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Paul, if you talk, I'm sure you talk about this in your course, but like holding dead animals, I think hunting is cool. <laughs> yeah. I think fishing is cool. I think that a hundred years ago, women would, uh, yeah, women would, uh, would appreciate that, would find that attractive, but now women don't need us to hunt and fish. So, um, you know, guys just need to just give it, just care, just need to care a little bit more. So, you know, I, I think a lot of guys think they're very entitled to, to, they think that dating apps is like Uber Eats, where it's just like you you punch in or something and you get something out. Like you know, it's just it's just it's a, a game of numbers. You you make yourself the best you can, so you can get in a certain tier of men, and you don't want to be in the bottom eighty. And you're just trying you're aiming for the best you can do with your situation, right? Which is what your course is based on. So mm, insert yeah. insert money, get woman. Exactly. Yeah. So Mike, Mike like sharing that. this uh, this picture I shared on social media. The funny thing is, is a chick sent this to me. Um, a, a, a gal uh, that's been on the podcast numerous times. Her name is Morgan May. She's a hot chick, and uh, she and I talk about. She talks about girl game, 
and that's what mm-hmm. her online presence is. She tells girls like how to get rich dudes. And so I like having her on the podcast and stuff. And she sent me this picture and I was like, oh my God, this is a, the perfect example of guys saying, hey, uh, dating apps don't work. But meanwhile, they don't know how to fucking text, you know? <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll give this guy credit where credit's due. At least he acknowledges that he doesn't know what he's doing and informs her of that, which takes some balls. I'll give him credit. Yeah, but still, it's like guys are out there like this and they they have no idea what they're doing and then they're like it's it doesn't work fuck this and it's like no bro <laughs> it's right. not that dating apps suck it's that you suck with them and it's just a muscle that you have to train you have to get better at it that's all it comes down to yeah and just don't take it personally yeah don't yeah. take it so personally they don't know you you know they if a, if a girl rejects you or ghosts you it's not you know yeah and i'm gonna flex here a minute guys i'm gonna flex here here's how you do it <laughs> Wait, oh, can you? Uh, I can't see that. Oh, you, so. zoom in a bit. Yeah, can you zoom in on this a little, maybe? Uh, one second. You need a bigger monitor, Paul. No, I just need better eyes. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see this good now. So, okay, so it's the Vanna White style gesturing that does it for me. So, I'm guessing in one of her pictures, she's. She's doing, she was doing this. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. So that's a good opener because you're you're opening based on something in her profile. It's it's custom yeah, for her. You kind of see her. She's a she's a hot blonde. Yeah. So she's she's um you're not opening with a hey what's up what you doing hey beautiful like it, it you know anything that will get lost in the sauce. You're opening with something unique. So that's good. Um, one thing. Oh, we actually showed this. Uh, I did a, a stream on text banter and stuff like that. Yeah, and what I like about this is scroll up a little bit. Where you at? So, so you uh, you did that. She responds with LOL, which is a, a fucking very low interest, low investment response. And a lot of guys are like, "What the fuck do I do with this?" And normally, what what I tell guys, right, like rule of thumb is you want to stay one level of investment lower than what the girl's doing. But in this case, you have to break the rules to keep the conversation going. So you yeah, ask her a question. Yeah. So you asked her a question. Do you like wine? which brought the conversation back into, um, you know, into something that she would answer. Right. And then she's, and then you, you bust her chops here when she says, I don't drink. And you're like, Oh, sody pops and burgers at the sock hop. Then like you bust on good her a little one. bit. That's like that's, one. that's good. You know? So good this day. is, this is a great example of how you text and banter and you have a little, you have fun with it, you know? And then, um, and then you go in for a close here, like in all seriousness, uh, you know, Friday night, 7 p.m., Edo Gastro Tapas and Wine. Like, and you're you're not asking her, hey, what do you like to do? Where do you want to go? All the bullshit that a lot of guys do, you're you have a plan in mind and you say, Meet me here at this place at this time. It's like my, you'll my get biggest, so many more yeses. It's the biggest complaint. Yeah, it's the biggest complaint. Women, um, I you know, sometimes when I'm on a date or I have female acquaintances, I always ask them, you know, I gather data and I say, Hey, like, so well, how's dating for you? And it's just like the biggest complaint is that guys don't have a plan. They yeah, because what 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 I had to learn when I used to be a bad dater, I used to do this. I used to do all the same shit, right? I had I had to figure out what the fuck I was doing wrong, right? And that was the that was a, a one of the most mind blowing things to me was chicks just want to show up looking hot. They want the guy to set the tone and lead and have a plan, and 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 women actually like being told what to do. <laughs> so what uh, Dr. Robert? I talk about it in my book, right? The three T's. I learned it from Dr. Robert Glover. But he talks about tease, touch, and tell. If you tell a woman what to do, you're actually 
you're in the frame of you're in a higher position of her, which is what they want at the end of the day with hypergamy anyway. It sets the tone. You're yeah. telling them, hey, this is I'm the type of man that has a plan that I'm I'm the leader. Like, and if and the thing is cool, it's a good filter too, because you say you give plans and the girl's like, mm, you know, or give or like she just she filtered herself out. You don't have to waste time going on a date with someone. Like, why would you want to be on a date with someone that doesn't want to, you know, acknowledge that you you are the leader? You know? Right. A lot of a lot of uh, guys ask me, they're like, well, how do you how do you make a girl like follow you? And it's like, you don't make them. You test their ability to follow your lead. And if they don't, because some women won't, some women just won't. And um, it's they just filter themselves out, just like Nuke says. So you test their ability to follow your lead by telling them what to do. If they say, oh, yeah, sounds good. And just go with go along with it. Well, this chick is following your lead, you know, and you'll find that yeah. a majority of women respond very well to that and you don't have to be a dick about it you know mm -hmm. yeah it's uh most one of the most important things when you're building your tinder openers and questions and lines and stuff like that is that you want to filter for investment or uh, interest you know because some girls a lot of girls use it just for attention right and, and they're really good at hiding their intentions right so you got to like build questions um and and once you get to that point where you where, that's why it's so important to throw plans out because a lot of women they'll stop there and then they'll either ghost or be like hey you know or whatever or give you like hey no i can't how about in two weeks that means no you know mm -hmm. so it's like you have to a lot of frustration from men in dating apps because it comes from they can't identify when a girl's wasting their time and that's why it's important to like look at these courses like paul's because every, everyone will say oh it's a grift you know these our, uh, RP guys are grifting. I'm like, no, dude, you know how much time and energy I would have saved if I would, someone would have taught me how to know when a girl's wasting my time. I think that's the most value, your most valuable resource is time. So if someone can teach you how to not get your time wasted, I think that's a good investment, you know? Yeah. So it's like, uh, another thing from Paul's course, I'm going to go over in depth when I do my review is the, uh, using Facebook. Like I always hear like fresh and fit talk about it or say MLD talk about using the Instagram and Facebook, the regular version to do your dating. And no one ever talks about how to do it. And I'm so glad Paul put that in his course. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah actually, uh, I'm going to do a stream on it this week if you guys want to know more about that. But it's <laughs> if you guys take the course, you'll see how much fucking fun it is to do it. It's like Amazon shopping for chicks. And yeah. a lot of in the in the um, I learned about this. I learned about this from my friend, uh, Benny, who I, I give him full credit in the course for teaching me this. But the thing about it is uh, you, you often hear like, oh, the hot chicks aren't on dating apps. One, that's not true. There are plenty of hot chicks on dating apps, but not every hot chick is on a dating app because a lot of them don't like the dating apps. They don't they don't necessarily need to be on dating apps. And so how do you meet these chicks? Well, there's there's different ways, right? There's cold approach or social circle. Um, but there's also social media because all like every hot chick on the planet is pretty much on social media. And what you'll find, especially with Facebook, because I show I show how to do it on Instagram, too, but it's not as granular on Facebook. Mm -hmm. You can get really granular and find chicks that are like 10 minutes from you, even in the countryside. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't even know this chick existed. And yeah. you get to you get to look at you get to sort of filter these women out based on what you like. Right. Because on dating apps, you're sort of served the available women on the dating app. But on I mean, Facebook, sometimes you have to pay for like the pay super premium prices to like I think Hinge is the only one where you don't have to pay. You can be like, I want a South Asian 20 to 25 year old. But then, you know, that's going to narrow it too much. But like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Run out, you run out real fast on Hinge if you do that. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I've noticed for me personally, the quality of women on the dating apps, I find uh, Tinder at the top, then Bumble. Hinge is like bottom barrel next, like slightly above uh, plenty of fish. It really, it really depends on your area, what apps are good. Cause you'll, you'll like out, out here. Um, when I was on the dating apps, there, hinge was, there was very little women on hinge out here. It might be better now, but, uh, when I, when I was on it, like three years ago, you, I would go on hinge. There might be like four chicks, really literally four chicks. And then you'd be done swiping. <laughs> and, uh, so one of the things I teach in my course, especially for guys out in, out in cow country is you got to be on all the apps because not like a lot of chicks they they uh they look at tinder like oh that's only for hookups so they won't go on tinder but they'll be on match you know um or they'll be on bumble but they won't be on you know they won't be on match or something like so you got to sort of cast a wider net out here in the in a city you might not have to do that right you might just just be on hinge just be on tinder or maybe uh three three apps or something like that but um yeah, and that what? doesn't mean you're paying for all of them all at once, guys. I do a rotation. Yeah. So I'm on all apps, and then I do one month of Tinder, let it lapse, one month of Bumble, let it lapse, one month of Hinge, let it lapse, and I just go round robin. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to... I, I, do, I do six months. Uh, I pay for my Tinder six months at a time, and I keep it going. Then Bumble's quarterly, and then I don't pay for anything else. That's actually a good topic about paying for apps because this came up in beer club chat. Did were you w reading that conversation, Mike or, or AJ? No, I think I missed that one. Oh man, it was like two or three nights ago. One of the guys in in um, in beer club was man. He was going on. He was he was like negative spiraling downward. Oh, was right? it was it the guy well, who don't, don't, uh, had the? Wait, we won't name names. Yeah. I'm not naming name. names. It was the guy that had the breakup with a coworker and had to leave the job and all that yep. stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. classic, the well, classic. Uh, I think I, I think he was just having a bad night. Yeah, yeah. I, I I legit think he was uh he was having a bad night, but he was spiraling downward, talking about how predatory these dating apps are and how you should never pay for dating apps. And I was like, I actually recommend it. I recommend um if you want better results on dating apps and you can afford it, like pay for premium on at least one or two of the apps. You know, but you because have to you have to care though. You can't just like have shitty profile and then pay like no. you know like yeah, no, you gotta have like, results, a really yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's like it's like when you get a house a house cleaner come to your house, you're not gonna leave your toilet full of poop and your sink full of, <laughs> of rotting food. You're gonna at least be like, let me flush the toilet. So yeah. it's like you gotta be prepared for like when when you pay for premium stuff. And and I'd say too the biggest one of the coolest things about premium is that you can change your location. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, it's uh you can go for to this town city over. If you're if you're traveling, here's something that I do when I travel. Let's say I'm going to I don't know Phoenix or maybe I'm going up to up to uh, Oklahoma City and I'm gonna be there for three days for work or something. I just two days before I set my location there and then I start swiping. And here's the thing when you move location, you get shown the hottest girls first because Tinder's trying to like advertise itself, right? It's like resetting your e or elo score resets when you go to a new when you when you change location mm -hmm. and that's why people that travel end up getting these hot chicks or girls to the the the, the hotter guys is because you're getting automatically boosted by changing locations you can only get that with premium unless and, and if you don't you're just going to wait till you get there and you have a shorter window so if you get 2 days head start before you travel you're going to get some hot girls and then you'll meet, and then hopefully you get a nice hotel with the bar. I mean, I could talk the all women, day about and the stuff, women do yeah. it too. Like I'll be on, yeah. I'll be on Bumble. It'll say so and so travel was mode. using travel mode, Las Vegas. Yeah. 
And that's what I say. Like you guys can, like people can complain, or we can just find ways to win. I want to win, so I want to win too. We actually got a double header here, Paul, if I may. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Rusty Fuel, because we need to shout out our supporters here. Got to make sure we do that. Rusty Fuel here. uh, Modern chicks don't know who Vanna White is. Well, the girl (laughs) I was talking to on Bumble knew who Vanna White was, and that's all that matters. But, she understood uh, that reference, yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's see here. Uh, thank you very much, Rusty Fuel, for the four ninety nine super chat. Do we have the sound effects, or do I have to do it myself? Uh, AJ, you got sound effects? Uh, I don't think mine will run. Well, I'm not running OBS right now, so uh, let me go to the brand real fast. I don't. I don't know. If Thor has. I don't think they're in there. there. I think it's see. just music. Oh, yeah. yeah, it looks like it's just I'll do music. okay. I'll do it. I'll do it in case in case you don't have it. Oh, that was solid. Yeah, That's we'll just good. have you voice these here. Oh, here, I'll, I'll upload. Let's upload. Um, we need, shame we need these shame horse. These horse. Yeah. Let's let's upload this one here. Oh no, Thor's Thor's got too many sound bites here. We we can't. Damn we're it, screwed. We're screwed. It's fine. But uh, thank you for the four ninety nine super. There's chat. one that says "Die, motherfucker." I wonder what that is. It's probably the song. Yeah. it's... Uh, it's... These are all songs. Tech Nine or Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. Whoever but, got the uh, Tech Nine did the original. But Rusty Fuel says that is easy. Just jump into your Viking longship, sail to London or Paris, and pillage them. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. Uh, yeah. He's talking about the uh, the thumbnail, right? Because. Um, Pillaging when when it's it's not option it's not a good option due to location right. <laughs> well, the Vikings didn't use that excuse. They put they built fucking ships, bro. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. They're like there there are no hot chicks here. There's no food. I just go to give up and die. No, build a boat and go get it. Go get what's, it. What's also yeah. crazy about the Vikings is whenever they're raiding a certain area and they want to make trade deals with like the power in that area, they'd convert to that religion. So there was some Islamic Muslims running around in the Caucasus and stuff back in the day. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that's the great thing about uh, Tinder is that Tinder is really accommodating for people that want to travel, you know, the globalized sexual marketplace. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have jobs that take you out of town once in a while, you know, um, Tinder's probably your first choice because Hinge isn't really friendly on people that change location. It, Hinge doesn't Hinge doesn't track your location as you move around. Hinge will just be like, "This is your city. This is where you live," and they'll show you um, people from your city. And you can change it, but I think Hinge kind of like doesn't like it. The app doesn't like when you change it around. Hinge they'll, wants they'll you to ghosting you. Yeah, Hinge wants you to. Um, Find a local or... girl and settle down yeah. and delete the yeah, app. It's, That's what it's it like. Yeah. Our job is for you to delete our app. Yeah. yeah. Headquarters for for Match.com and all these webs uh, is like five minutes up the street from me. So I drive it. I drive by it like twice a week. So, so find that location and just burn it down. One one thing. <laughs> one thing I like about paying for the apps too, and I talked sword about in the course. <laughs> when um. One of the things I talk about is uh, is how you can actually be a little more passive on the dating apps too. And one of the things I used to like doing, and and one of the reasons why I also say, hey, even though this course is called no no cold approach to the cow pasture, it works it works for everybody. Is when I would go to like Denver, right? If I go to Denver, there's way more chicks in Denver, and my and I would pay for like Bumble or Tinder, right? And when I would go there, my notifications would just fucking blow up because all these chicks were swiping right on me now that I'm in town 
And so I was just, I, I did a, a TikTok about this, like, you know, a couple of years ago. And I was like, what the fuck is your excuse? If you live in a big city, there's no fucking excuse not to go out and be, be absolutely fucking killing it. Cause I was like, look at my beeline. It's, it's just absolutely full out in the country. You don't get that. You know, you might, you, you get to, uh, you can see who swipes on you first, which is nice. Cause then you can say, do I want to talk to this bitch or not? And you go, no, <laughs> right. But, uh, but man, when you go to a, uh, if you happen to travel to a bigger city, like you just get, it just, you just get inundated with chicks, especially if your profile is optimized, you just get absolutely like inundated. And so you just have like almost like unlimited options when you go to a bigger city. So once you learn this stuff, you learn how to optimize your profile, you can have that, right? Even on the dating apps, you can have just a ridiculous amount of options. Oh, don't, um, don't yeah. forget to mention Paul, the, uh, the optimal time to boost. Oh yeah, I do talk about that in the course too. Because according to Tinder's uh, statistics, their their prime time is Monday nights at nine p.m. And so if you if you're paying for premium, muted AJ. Oh AJ, you're mu you're muted. I was gonna say, yep, they try to tell you to do it at six p.m. on a Friday on the app itself. And that nope, because they're no. already going on their date. Yeah, yeah, and also you don't want you don't want to be using the apps on Friday or Saturday night. You don't because you don't want to come across like a guy who has no options on a Friday or Saturday night, right? There's some game yeah. to this. I talk about that in the course too. But on Monday nights, so, Monday nights, 9 p.m. is statistically when they have the most usage on the app. So if you're paying for premium, you have boost options. That's the time to boost because you're all of a sudden you're going to get more uh, swipes on you and stuff. Because and, and by Wednesday or Thursday, yeah, by Wednesday or Thursday, you should have a date. And those are the Wednesday and Thursday are the best day. Like, Arguably, Thursday is the best day to get uh, to go on a date. You let's say you go on a date, things go well, you get laid, and then you enjoy your weekend. Let her chase you around for the weekend. You're probably already have plans. You're doing stuff. Because on then, Monday um, nights, oh, go ahead. Uh, just to finish the point. Um, also, Valentine's Day is coming up. It's the second easiest day of the year to get laid besides Christmas. <laughs> so it's like you you super boost oh, on Monday night. You, you chat a little bit. You set something up. Maybe the day before. Maybe Tuesday. And then Wednesday or Wednesday, and you know it's already you. It's it's Valentine's Day, girls. Regardless of how empowered and lonely and, and independent they are, they want to be with somebody, even if it's fake. So yeah. take advantage of that, guys. Because on Monday night, you got two. You got two types of women on the apps on Monday night. The women who are like, I want to date this Friday. Let me start looking. And that date on Saturday or Sunday night was awful. Let me find a better guy. Yep. I was gonna say, yeah. Bert, I was gonna ask Nuke the question, because um, I've noticed the last couple of years being single on val around Valentine's Day in DFW, we get inundated with a bunch of fucking fatties. <laughs> yeah. Right before thanks, right before Valentine's Day, I'm like, what the hell? It's like all fat chicks. I'm like, god damn it, left, left, left. Yeah, left, left. but um, that's the big difference between Hinge and Tinder. Where Tinder, for Hinge, they do this thing, and their algorithm won an award for this. Where they show you uh, five hot chicks and then five mid chicks and then a couple fatties and then they go back to the hot like they keep switching around, right? So that keeps people on the app, right? Because if you if you swipe for like a week and you're you only see like, unattractive women, you'll delete yeah. and they know that, right? So you got you regardless of your elo score, you'll always have the opportunity to meet um, hot women. Bumble is interesting because Bumble, a lot of college girls like that. So you'll you'll get mostly attractive women on Bumble. But that's my experience. I guess experiences may vary. Tinder, you have to be kind of measured in your swiping. If you swipe too much, 
you're going to be stuck at the bottom for a long time. So what you do is like you take advantage of that Monday night. You know, and also like you don't want to spend like random time swiping. You, you know, take your swiping seriously. Set a time for swiping, um, boost it, and be smart. And that way you don't have to like be in a line at the bank or at a red light or at the gym swiping. You know, like well, maybe not at a red light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like, be my tell me how to live my life, Mike. Yeah, I yeah, don't want you arrested, Paul. Damn it, because, yeah. because, of, because of that information that Paul gave us, I'm actually saving my free boost for the month, which I just got like yesterday. I'm saving it for Monday yeah. night. Well, yeah. what day is Valentine's Day? Wednesday, that's Wednesday. what I'm yeah, saying. Like, there you go. Oh, I'm off. That's I'm what off I'm saying. Wednesday. Like, Wednesday will be the day. And the, and the thing is, you have an excuse, you can be like, hey, everything's full. We just met. You want to come over, you want to go for something, you know, you don't have to do the Valentine's dinner. Because you I'll have a pretense to say uh, coffee date. Yeah. How you can dare you? Well, you work graveyards and shit, though. Yeah. yeah. So How dare I, you? My, yeah. My no, so. now, now, which who of of the well, Paul, you're in an LTR, but uh, of the the three of us, who is going to go to uh, a popular restaurant in town on Valentine's night and look for the lonely crying woman at a table by herself? I'm going to salsa night. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go to Bedford Ice House at 3 a.m. right before they close, and then I'll go sneak in there. Okay. Because I am going to salsa do. night. I will be at a rooftop bar dancing salsa and bachata on Wednesday night. And my my best, or not my best friend, one of my friends is the DJ. I know half the chicks there. I'll say hi to them, give them a hug, and then ignore them and go for the single ladies that are looking for love that oh, night. Man. So there you go. Hey, I almost feel me, like send, this send is me evil. The invite. <laughs> Let's do some social yeah, dude, games. Send me the invite. Yeah, I'll DM you and uh, you can uh, you can come through, dude. Um, gotcha. But yeah, guys, like it, it's just I like shows like this because it's like we're just trading notes. This is what the red pill is. It's always been about guys getting better, and some guys can, you know, no one's better than anyone else. You got you guys in the chat probably have good thing notes to trade too. Ultimately, this is what it is. It's not like complaining, right? Yeah, we complain because you know, man, we complain. That's what we do. They complain about us. It's I think that's healthy to complain. It's a always fun bit. to dunk on chicks, you know. Yeah, but... and they dunk on us all the time. It's whatever. But <laughs> but at the end of the day, you can't stay mad forever. You gotta move on. You gotta find a way. And regardless if you're in the country or you're in the city or in between, you gotta find a way because you're always gonna like boobs. I'm 34 and I've liked boobs since I was like 11, and it's not gone away. It's gone worse, you know. Everybody loves boobs. Even chicks love boobs. Yeah, and it's yeah, just like, what are you going to yeah, do? You, you can't be out here and be like, why is the sky blue? I want exactly. it to be red, damn it. It's, it's, and like it's frustrating. It's frustrating, like but you got to do something. Yeah. It's the answer to everything. 42 boobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, uh, I wanted to, I had a list here uh, about some of the pitfalls that I, I, ran into or, or the struggles I ran into uh, meeting quality women out in the countryside. Um, I just want to get your guys' ideas on these, right? So in some of these I've mentioned already, right? So no consist no consistency in bar clientele, right? Because a lot a lot of times you can do pretty well in a in a you know well populated area just being a a regular somewhere. Mm. You know, if you go to a bar and you're a regular there and you get to know the people there, it's pretty easy to, it's almost like social circle game at that point. You know, you start, people start knowing you and stuff. So that's a good way of meeting people in general, but out here there's no consistency. So you go to the bar and it's like the same people aren't there all the time. It's crazy. Um, large retirement area mentioned that nearest big towns are an hour in each direction. Right. And then again, no consistency. 
there's no nightclubs here. There's no salsa night, right? So Nuke's going out to salsa night. Man, if there was a a, a salsa night, there that would be a that would be you know, I would say a a high target area, right? A rich target, target area. Yeah, target rich environment. Right, and there was uh there was a place out here called My Place that w- was pretty busy. It, it was probably the most popular place out here for a while, and they would have karaoke nights and they would have um line dancing nights and it was like okay cool i'm gonna go down there and learn line dancing and meet chicks all the chicks that would show up for that were all fat heifers so (laughs) it was like this fucking sucks you know i don't know whatever whatever reason the hot chicks out here didn't want to go out they didn't want to go out to these to these plate to these meat markets right they're they're all i don't know what their problem was but you would find them online so um Let's see what else we got here. I bet talked about the social uh, group meetup groups that they're all old people. Uh, in order to day or night game, right? You have to basically do two hours round trip, <laughs> two hours round trip to, to even do that. So that is not a, you know, it's a huge inconvenience. It's like not, I, I did that when I lived in the Seattle area, cause it was either an hour drive to Seattle or an hour long ferry ride. Cause Bremerton, Washington, not a very good, good town for hookup because most of the people there are either military or married to the military or shipyard workers so it's like i'll go to seattle and it's like i said either an hour drive or an hour ferry yeah yeah and that's that's another thing too a lot of the ladies out here um they get married like right out of high school <laughs> you know so there's like a lot of the the you know they need to pay your town a visit then yeah a lot of a lot <laughs> of her way to sin city a, a lot of cute chicks in my dating range were already were were married or taken out here already you know so you'd you go you might see a, a chick that was attractive in the supermarket and you'd walk up and she'd have a ring on her finger or something you're like ah. that's i saw that i saw that like uh, in vermont growing up yeah. and stuff um like a lot of the hot chicks i went to high school with are married to the guys they were dating in high school and then, like all the leftovers again like i said earlier are drug addicts mm-hmm. jesus christ <laughs> yeah. sounds like a great town <laughs> Um, I mentioned it on, on, uh, on rule zero last week too. Um, I even, I, so I, I recommend being on all the dating apps, but the one dating app I don't recommend guys get on, especially if they live out in the country is farmers only because, <laughs> because farmers only, even though it's marketed towards country bumpkins, it, all you'll find on there are fucking cows. Like you'll only find cows on that dating app. It's crazy. Like the, the, the women that actually live on farms and stuff like that, they are, they are, you know, hardy girthy women <laughs> shout out to real femme sapien Allie. Allie Allie's not a cow you know no she, she's not but she did a heifer stream she did a glorious heifer stream a couple years ago so that's she, have you ever seen her uh she did a she does a couple of streams where she dresses like one of those like a like a male podcast host and uh, talks she about, dresses talks like about, donovan and she's like she's like those females out there <laughs> Allie's well, a hoot man well, we got uh, we got a super chat here, and I imagine David's chat that followed is probably related to a super chat, so he'll get both here. Got a two dollar super chat from David Coy. Do do the voice. Do the voice. Odin. That'll probably be the new Odin. We got <laughs> to like master it and all that. Who's stuff. the master? Paul's the master. I'm mm-hmm. betting woke YouTube wouldn't let him write the word master in the super chat. That's probably what's going on there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't you can't you can't call it master cylinder or slave who's the, cylinder anymore. Who's on the car prettiest system. shown up? Yeah. After and you, look who's here. Hey, if we had the sound drop, we would play it, Elena. 
Shame these horse. Yes. Shame these horse. Shame these horse. The greatest sound drop of all time. Yeah. 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 It's, it, you know, it's funny how David says, "Who's the master?" Is because when I got my my master uh, life coach certification, oh I did God. a whole bunch of videos about you playing. Um, you know the the what was it the the last dragon fucking soundtrack talking about who's the master who's you know shown up shit it's like every, <laughs> every every module in your course starts off with a country song that like that's my biggest gripe then followed up by hi i'm paul bauer master certified life coach <laughs> yeah man well because uh in this course i wanted to establish uh my credibility for giving this course and so but yeah the, well the, the the country song is uh try that try that in a small yeah. town Right, because that's mm -hmm. song. It's actually I, a perfect song for this chorus. <laughs> well, the first time I heard that, I immediately thought about cold approaching. I'm like, "We'll try that in a small town," because fuck, it doesn't work. There's a there's no opportunity for it out here. So you gotta you gotta master the online your online dating skills. Nuke, you take this one. Uh, rusty fuel. Let's see. Uh, Rusty Field with the 499. Thank you, sir. Learning to lead in salsa dancing teaches guys leading general. Oh, yeah. There's something interesting that happens when you learn uh, how to dance. And it doesn't have to be salsa. It could be two-step. You know, two-step uh, is also you have to lead, and there's a lot of spinning. Um, is First off, salsa night is a, is, a, is a filter for boring girls, right? More often than not, I have, I have gone to salsa night, and then you see the girls that don't know how to dance, but they're just happy to be there. They're twirling around and all that. Same thing with uh, two-step and all that stuff. And then there's the girls that like have all this makeup on. They just go to be uh, out to be on their phones, and they show up. and They're like, "Why aren't guys giving me attention?" And like, "Why am I getting free drinks?" And I was like, "This, because this is salsa night. This isn't simp night at the club, you know? Yeah, <laughs> go somewhere else." And then they they kind of hover around and then they leave, right? And uh, that's the interesting thing. Number two, you got to lead. Like, there's you can't just let the girl pull you around. You have to lead the whole time. And the better you are at leading, the better she looks and the happier she is, and the more chance you'll show look for you to get a next stance, right? Nuke, it's just the way it is. The, do you ever do the, like, you kind of like salsa to her and go. Oh, uh, <laughs> you do that, you do that during. Yeah, during, you do that okay. during. Like, okay. there'll be a time where, here's the fun part about salsa too, or bachata or any Latin dance is that you let her go. You push her off you, kind of like a push and pull, right? And she's going to be a little nervous. She's going to be like, oh, crap, like, I'm alone. And then I kind of like smile and I start doing some steps and then I bring her back in and she feels that relief because it's like a push and pull kind of like, yep. Hey, without me, you're going to flounder, but I got you. I'll save you before you start floundering. Right. It's so psychological, but, uh, and, and it happens for any dance, two-step, uh, tango. There's always a point where you're kind of like freestyle where you let the girl do the thing and you do the thing. And they're just begging for you, like with their eyes to come in and save them from their independent, uh, strong woman dancing yep. alone, you know, but yeah, what the, you do that during, what, yeah, you just, you, you back off and then you kind of like, you know, do the, you kind of guide her back in and it, it's just fun. It's just, it's just a good time. Dude, one yeah. of the sickest moves I ever saw was on Dancing with the Stars. I forget who the mm. couple was. Tucker Carlson. Uh, I, <laughs> he was I don't on think it. it was, I don't think it was Tucker, <laughs> but all I remember was at the end of the routine, they finished with the, the woman falling back and he catches her. But then he drags her across the floor like a hunting trophy. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, it was that, it was that, that Mitch was Carol dope. Baskins. Yeah. That yeah. Mitch Carol Baskins. You know, that salsa dancing in general is just sort of a, 
a, a good thing for guys to learn, at least the concept of leading, right? Because in a relationship, it's the same way. You know, you can't have two leaders in the relationship, right? If you're t- mm-hmm. both trying to lead the dance, you'll fuck up the dance. You know, someone yeah. has to lead. Same thing like driving your car. There could only be one person actually driving, you know, one person behind the steering wheel. So same thing goes with the relationship. And it's got it's on you as the man to, to learn how to do that. Um, and you, you'll find that chicks respond well to a guy that's setting the tone and leading. And no matter how woke the world gets, someone has to lead in salsa like the man like it doesn't work it physically does not work if the man doesn't lead like it just falls you can't dance like it, there's nowhere to go there's nothing you can do and and i just like that so much because guys will, you know guys will be my mention like oh salsa that's gay that's effeminate i'm just like you don't understand dude oh like no you have not. to be you have to be the man and you know what's crazy too you can misstep right but as long as you laugh it off and you're just comfortable you're like yeah i made a mistake She's going to laugh it off, too. And and here's another thing. You can go up to girls that are better than you and be like, hey, will you help me practice? And they'll be more than happy to dance with you. Right. So it's like so many lessons learned in, in terms of I mean, you don't have to dance. A lot of guys just don't like it. But if you do, you're going to get a lot of game and kind of like intersexual dynamic lessons that are just timeless. Like it is what it is. And I noticed that a lot of the feminist people that kind of like are all egalitarian about relationships and stuff like that, put them on a dance floor put them with a hot guy and it all goes away. They forget, they forget that they're feminists. They're like, Oh, I'm so scared. I don't know how to dance. I'm like, I got you. I'll take care of you. I'll make sure that you look good. And they're just like, okay, thank you. And I'm like, well, weren't you a raging feminist? You know, like the other day, (laughs) you you know who, you know who in the space knows how to dance and is an absolute pimp and no one really knows. Cappy. Cappy. Cappy's an instructor. Ballroom dance instructor on his books. He also knows how to swing and stuff, too. Uh, The first time I went and hung out with him, uh, we went like Cappy took me all over the place. And he lives out in the cow pasture, too, um, half the year. And he he and his girl took me to this like biker bar and they had like a live jazz band or something. And he's just like, hey, Paul, we'll be right back. And he just like let his girl out on the floor and they just busted out into a swing dance and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Another thing that I've noticed, uh, it's happened to me personally. Uh, so or, when I went to Orlando in 22 to hang out with uh, MLD, me and uh, Jason, you guys might know Jason with a I instead of a A and or O-N. Um, we went to a cocktail bar in downtown Orlando near UCF that was doing their bachata night. I don't know how to freaking do any of that type of dance, but just because me and Jason went out there and just started dancing, we had all the chicks around us. So just be a little Yeah, women, that was one, that was one the, the only good tip my mom ever gave me was learn how to dance because women love to dance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, yeah, I was out just... there on the dance floor twirling them around and like just following the beat and just move my feet as I felt necessary and was leading. And here, here's an interesting thing, a dynamic that I see too for the, for the black pillars out there. Sometimes I'll see a guy like a tall six, four dressed to the nines guy. Right. Um, I think last time I saw it was a, it was a tall six, four black guy, just like, looked like you know nice suit looked looked confident but he just stayed on the sidelines the whole night he didn't ask any girls to dance he was like you know and then there was a five six guy black guy as well wearing air forces shorts and he was dancing all night with women right honestly i don't recommend you go out like that (laughs) looking like that right but like um and you see just like it's all about action it's all about taking action right you want to present yourself well, but at the end of the day, the foundation is I have to go and lead and take a girl out. I have to. And if 
even if I'm not confident enough, you can just simply say, hey, can you help me with my moves? And girls will be happy, you know? So, yeah, leave that pride and ego at the door, you know? Yeah. Um, going back to the course, Nuke, you, you brought it up uh, at the beginning uh, about pictures and the importance of pictures on, on, on your dating app profiles. Even if you're going to use the social media game, like your pictures are paramount. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, what I, one of the things I teach in the course is that uh, basically, from my perspective, dating apps come down to four things. Your, the quality of your pictures, your bio, how you open and how, how you close. Right. And so I, all that stuff I talk about in the course, but going to pictures, you mentioned, you know, especially guys out here in cow country, they all have hunting pictures. They all have pictures of fish and shit. You know how many guys lose their mind when I say, Hey guys, don't put fucking fish picks up. Right. Guys, guys like fish picks, unsolicited, unsolicited fish picks. They will, guys will die on that fucking hill. And it's like, dude, it's not effective. It's like, but I got to show I'm a provider. And it's like, no, do you realize chicks could go to the grocery store now? Right. Like yeah. you don't have to, you're not, you're not out there hunting and gathering anymore. Like it's not, yeah. it's not an effective strategy. Wait till she likes you to show her that stuff about you, you know, wait. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't belong on the dating apps. And one of the one of the things I go through in the course is um, like six recommended pictures that I talk about. And, and if you look at the pictures I show in the course, they are all professionally, almost all of them are professionally done. And they're done, I specifically grabbed them from a guy because one of the things I offer as a part of my, my coaching program is I, I'll help you find a local photographer in your area one that knows how to do dating apps specifically because you, you can't just go to any professional photographer a lot of a lot of uh, like especially women photographers mm-hmm. don't understand what makes a guy more attractive in a picture right they don't understand like smile theory and shit, right and if you guys don't know what that is smile theory i learned this in the book atomic attraction but there's studies that are done that show that women are more attracted to a guy that's not smiling all the time. They're more attracted to a guy that has a brooding look or even a playful smirk, but, but a, a shit eating fucking toothy grin in every picture is, is not attractive because it makes you look like a nice guy and women don't like nice guys. So there's stuff like that. I talk about in the course and, um, but yeah, I mean, if you if you really want to optimize your profiles, you're going to want to spend a little bit of money on good pictures if you can afford it. And if you can't, selfies aren't it like you don't want to do a lot of selfies uh you want to you go get a tripod and use the timer feature on your on your camera phone yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of accounts on instagram that have like uh that are photographers they'll teach you for free how to take certain pictures angles and stuff like that you just gotta care you just gotta go on instagram and look up a photography there'll be people like hey here you have an iphone right here's how to get a picture like this and they'll run you through uh how to sit how to look at the camera and all that, and boom, you already got a selfie that you can use for professional reasons or for a dating app or whatever, you know? Or yeah, send it to I, your mom or something. I, I, I like how I people... Googled unsolicited fish pick and I actually got a result. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I think uh, another What's... thing that you don't bring up in your in your course, uh, either one, the uh, lot, or your book or the course, is um, a lot of people don't think about it, but I've found it useful, is using both FaceApp and PhotoFeeler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Photo... I... I, I... I thought I do bring it. I talk about it in the book. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure I do. Yeah, using uh, photo feeler is a good way of just sort of crowdsourcing. Um, you know how good picks are, how well how well your picks are and stuff. Photo like feeler, what's that? 
It's a, it's a website called photofeeler.com, and you can upload. You can pay for it, or you can get, like, free through Karma by rating other people's pictures. But you put up a picture of your own stuff, and then you ask, like, hey, here's the demographic of women. I want to look at this for dating apps. So then if you're, like, I want to say anything below a 7, don't yeah. put it on the dating app. At 7 and above, I think nine's the top score. Put it on the dating app. Um, you really? Also I never, your, never knew you about this. You can also curtail this. your photos if you want to uh, make your Instagram pop. Like, hey, my Instagram's specifically for dating only. Use the same method. And then FaceApp, even its free version, which is nice, is if you got fucked up yellow teeth or fucked up grill, you can put in a fake fucking smile. Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't, I don't, because they're going to see that anyway. I don't recommend it. It's using it on them. Using, yeah. Using, yeah. using makeup <laughs> like they do. But I like, yeah. I like this comment. I'm just picturing, so you got the cork board, right? And I've got a map of Vegas. And I got the a little four by six with the red yard going to their house. Right. <laughs> I banged all these chicks. Yeah. The conspiracy theory map. Yeah. 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 That's uh, and you make sure they don't know each other. Make sure they can't be tied together. Yeah. Like, unlike Nuke, who's on a friggin' Facebook page. Are we dating the same dude? Congratulations, <laughs> dude. dude. That's... Um, I, did a, I did a whole stream uh, about that yesterday, Nuke. Oh, you did? I didn't care. What was I, what was I doing yesterday? I think, uh, how dare you? Getting How more dare names you? on the list. How dare you not show up and watch the live stream? <laughs> oh, I was in I was in meetings. Those, uh... Yeah, I was in meetings in the morning. Usually, I on my drives to work, I catch uh, Paul Bauer's show, and that's like I'm at a red light and I'm like texting, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Just kind of so, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, it's interesting um, that obviously it's it's pre selection, and I, like I said it in my dating thread, like. Treating girls, there are certain girls that if you treat them bad, even by accident, they will just follow you. They want, they may hate you, but they'll post about you. They're doing your job for you, which is marketing you, right? And good for a guy, bad marketing is just marketing. You know, if they say this guy did this to me, this, that, and all the girls are going to know is like, oh, I like his smile. Even though he screwed you over, I think this guy, you know, I like his smile. Oh, she's just, so jealous. just like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he screwed her over. In. I'm better than her. He'll treat me different. Yeah. And women I, will I throw each other under the bus for a guy. I, I know you guys have seen this. Women will absolutely betray another girl for a guy. You this know? absolutely oh, yeah. happened to me. Uh, one of my plates uh, met a former plate somewhere out and about, and mm-hmm. they started talking and they figured out that. Who, who that they are you know have both seeing me and the my current plate talking me up made my former plate reach back out to me wanting to get back together easy <laughs> it's, nice. it's like you got to leave a resume at, for 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 women behind right whether and that's that depends on what type of guy you are but like that was on accident i didn't mean to treat that girl that way but and guess what we went that girl that did that we went on a date the other day so we're all yep. good one of the things I, I, I talked about is a story out of Atomic Attraction about this guy, Paolo, and this girl, mm. Imogen, and how he was he was hitting on all these girls at this hostel in Europe, right? And all the girls would talk shit about him behind his back and be like, oh, what a creep and all this stuff. And and so he, 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 he hit on this girl, Imogen, and so she went and told all of her friends, and all, all of her friends were talking smack, and she's like, yeah, who does he think I am? Later that night, she went up to his room, and he took her to pound town. Like... <laughs> It's like it doesn't matter even if they're talking smack. It's like in their in their head, they're, they they have a different picture going on of what's going on, you know. And they're just you know they want to save face around the girls, so they'll they'll join in in the shit talking. But 
in, in you know they're like now nah, he's he chose me y'all are just jealous you know so um what aj you brought up social media and and having making sure that your pictures are good on social media i talk about that in the course too you want to make sure that if you're going to use the facebook method or the instagram method that i talk about that you're curating your pictures and you're making it attractive and you're only showing stuff that that showcases your fun exciting lifestyle you don't want to be posting negative shit about politics and how you know you don't like biden or you don't like trump or whatever the fuck you're whatever you know people post about you don't want to talk shit about women. You don't want to do any of that stuff. You want to only really post things that make you look more attractive because women want to join your lifestyle. Yeah, dude. Cause I just, uh, I was off Facebook for a year and a half. I just brought it back. Um, actually started like a month ago with just date Facebook dating, but like keeping my profile the way it was before. And, uh, since then, like I think this weekend or during my, during my weekend, um, before I brought back my Facebook and I spent an hour, freaking deleting posts over a four-year period i'm like shit mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. If, if instagram if you have like really crappy pictures go ahead and start archiving them that doesn't mean delete them maybe save them to your phone like you have pictures with your family but like understand that instagram is instagram is like your premier dating app right now yeah. you know or or create a, a separate account specific for dating you know mm -hmm. like that's that's an option too one one good thing that you you get on on Facebook that you don't get on Instagram, besides the granularity, being able to find chicks easier is you also get a little bit of social proof because once you start, you know, you, you have friends and family and you're in a local area. Um, it, sometimes these chicks that you find also have like connections. So you're going to get already, they go, Oh, he knows that so-and-so and automatically that sort of boosts you, uh, you know, on the, uh, in, in their eyes, you know, so you get a little bit more social proof than you would get on a dating app with, with that method. And then finally, and then we can, we can start wrapping up here, I think guys, but, um, one also cool benefit that I teach in the course about using Facebook and Instagram is that you don't get on the apps is the ability to virtually cold approach. Because one of the reasons why cold approach and, and, and social circle game and meeting women in person is so much more effective typically than dating apps is because women get to see all of your faculties. They get to see your body language. They can see your facial expressions. They can hear your voice, right? They can see how funny you are. They can see how, how bold you are. They can see your confidence, right? So a lot of that stuff, even if you're, you're, you're sort of challenged in the looks department, that stuff comes across better in person when, you know, cause women, women respond to a man's uh, confidence and boldness, like the same way a guy responds to a woman's hot tits. You know what I mean? So they're just hard hot flaming tits. They're hot <laughs> flaming tits. So, <laughs> so, so if you're online, if you're online dating and you're using social media, one of the cool things you can do when you slide into her DMS that will set you apart from 97% of the other dudes out there is sending a video message and opening with a virtual cold approach. And that's something that most guys aren't doing out there. And that by itself will set you apart from pretty much every other guy. So that's one of the things that I teach in the course as well. Oh, there's Jason right there. My buddy that did the Bashada dancing. Do you get filtered out automatically? Do you, do you, I don't know about that. I chicks know. like it's... older guys. I think that's a self-limiting belief, you know, because chicks like, uh, they, they call us silver foxes, bro. You I know mean, what I mean? His mane, <laughs> his mane is absolutely gorgeous. I'll just yeah. tell you guys that. His mane is. Yeah. Uh, that's just another debate. The whole girls like guys their age. 
yet they complain about guys their age not leading, not having money, whatever complaints. And it's just like, yeah, in the real world, girls love dating older guys because it solves so many problems for them. You know? Oh, yeah, he means the age filter, the literal age filter they apply. I mean, oh. I, I age filter out girls in the dating apps. I age but, filter out old ass bitches too. Yeah, yeah fuck like, that. Twenty eight is like my top. Wish you could filter my weight. Oh God! Oh, They'll never let that yeah. happen. They'll never let that. They happen. can filter. You what? can filter by height, but you can't filter by weight, could, right? Yeah, twenty eight to twenty eight to thirty three. You don't want to date those girls. You no. want to? I wish you could get two income. filters. Did Eighteen to twenty seven, and then uh, thirty four to. 50, see, I see, I'm I'm a 44, so 28 to 33. That's perfect for me. I like I like I like that age, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it's because that's when they hit the they hit the wall the and they just age. start being like shitty, you know. Like Dude, just, I, I've noticed some that of them especially are, yeah. here, uh, like that age range, 28 to 33. A lot of them are like, I know my worth. Yeah, it's yeah. Like they're looking they're looking for the beta bucks. And it's like, no, nah, fuck you, bitch. Like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of the. I mean, you'll find those in any age group, though. You know, honestly, yeah. they'll. You know, you, those those you know those annoying negative bitches filter themselves out. The best are the thirty-eight year olds, thirty-nine oh, that are just yes. that get that gave up on love. Those are the best. Those are that, so that, much those fun. Are quick, quick, quick lays, and it's actually good. Yeah, sex. yeah, they're actually really fun to be around because they, there's like no expectation. They're not like, you know, waiting for you to get, get marry them. You know, they're just yeah. like whatever. I don't care anymore. Let's just have fun. I, I've noticed that a lot with them too. It's just like, yeah, I have needs. You have needs. Let's just get it fucking knocked out. Exactly. Yeah. Let's just bang it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's just All right. Bang. Let's uh, let's just go. Let's go ahead and wrap up here. Uh, go around the horn. We'll start with AJ. Uh, what what <laughs> are your final What are your final thoughts on this? And uh, where can people find you online, man? Uh, so my final thoughts is by Paul's course. I think again, because I've talked to him in private chats, I think he's underselling it. It's a good course. Um, just that. Just that social media one alone, I think, is worth the current price for it. Uh, you can find me at Arm Details for YouTube, uh, AR Matthews thirty three for X, AR or was it A or AJMK six R two zero on twi on Instagram, and then depending on what's going on with the car, I will be doing a review of Paul's uh, course tomorrow night on live stream, and then Thursday I'll be doing an interview with Vince from Masculine Geek. Ooh, Vince is pretty awesome. Vince, Vince is fun to talk to, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, Vince is awesome. All right, Mike, what's going on with you, man? Uh, just going to be having some fun at the Super Bowl at an undisclosed location tomorrow afternoon. Um, uh, I also agree by Paul's course. Paul, I am halfway done auditing it. Uh, just been super busy. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, don't... Uh, you know, if something is working for a dude... Don't poo-poo it. If why not just try it? You know, it, it, what's it going to hurt? You know, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I mean, you know, I'm not 20. That's for 20 year olds or dancing stupid. I don't want to do that. It's for switch hitters. Nah, guys. Like you need you need to stand out. And if you want something you've never had, you're going to have to do something you've never done. Oh, well said. Well said. Yep. All right. My man Nuke. Uh, final thoughts. Man? My ass and bio. That's all I get. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final head. thoughts is uh, basically, guys. Like, like I said, there's a lot of uh, people um, who talk about women, men, intersexual dynamics. All, all they can offer you is what is. Hey, women are like this. Men are like are like that. I'm like great, but you need like kind of like a mental model to, to go through this. And I'd say, hey, you have to figure out a way. Like I said, 
you're probably gonna enjoy boobs for like until you're like 75 and then you're gonna die two years later never right so never you have loving to, them yeah yeah even in death but you have to do something about this reproductive problem you have to find a solution there's guys here that are trading notes i, I know a lot of people will say well you know they're just trying to sell courses to to men that you know that are dumb i'm like no young men aren't stupid they're a little naive but they're not stupid so um you guys uh take your ego out of it try things uh follow the course maybe a certain part of the course won't work for you but maybe the rest of it will um everyone here has experience and trade notes and all that stuff so yeah just uh find a way you know you'll you'll be i promise you'll be fine just keep you know keep at it so yeah yeah and, and just to add on to that and then we'll and i'll add my closing thoughts here um i'm not trying to sell a course to someone that doesn't want the fucking course like if if you are already killing it in dating and you're doing well like you don't need the course right the course is for guys that are struggling a little bit and they're like man you know this dating app thing just isn't working for me but i also have a hard time meeting women in person I, how am i going to meet chicks i'm going to die alone like no man you don't have to die alone like just just do these these things they're they're not even that hard and you'll have much better results you'll have much better results so it, it, i like to say it's not that dating apps suck it's that most guys suck at using dating apps so just unsuck yourself <laughs> right so whoa paul whoa, whoa. Un, un, unsuck yourself so tune in uh guys tune into the podcast monday morning i'm joined by uh a guy who i think is highly underrated in the space he goes by alpha villains he and uh afi kingdom they interviewed me a couple months ago and i've already had afi on so i wanted to have av on we talk about we talk about how red pill space is like an Ip man kung fu movie so it, tune into that monday it's a great conversation guys get an autographed copy of my book i have autographed copies available these were selling out like like crazy and so I was like, oh, I better order a whole bunch. So now I have a whole fucking bunch. So I got to get rid of these things. So guys, buy an autographed copy from me. They're the same price as you would find on Amazon, but they also get an autograph and I send them out. It'll, you'll actually get them quicker for me because you don't have to wait for the print on demand. Like I, I've already got them. They're already printed. They're, so get those. Um, and then check out the course, guys. We've been talking about this whole episode, but the course really will help you out. Um, it, we teach you how to optimize your dating app profiles. If you guys hate dating apps, like a lot of guys hate dating apps, that's fine. Use the Facebook and Instagram methods that I, that I talk about. That's going to, that's going to change the game for you. So I'll drop a, another link for that in the chat here. I'll play a, a, a short commercial for this. And then, uh, we will see you guys, uh, next week on the dragon ship. Ready to upgrade your dating game. Introducing Paul's ultimate online dating course for men. Master the art of online dating and discover Paul's genius method to meet amazing women off the apps. The real secret sauce? Discover how to leverage Facebook and Instagram to meet amazing women in your local area. Not all hot women are on dating apps, but every woman on the planet is on social media. Learn how to find and connect with them with this revolutionary course. Say goodbye to swipe fatigue and hello to meaningful connections. Ready to transform your dating life? Click the link in the description now and start your journey to success today.